Welcome to The Fanboy and the Hater, a podcast about the best and worst in movies, TV, and pop culture. This is a Jimmy-sode, a mini-episode produced, hosted, and edited by Jim Harris. So the views and opinions expressed are all Jimmy's. Were you a fan of Children's Hospital? It was a black comedy television series created by Rob Corddry, which started out as a web series and was then picked up by Adult Swim, the adult-oriented nighttime programming block of the Cartoon Network. It ran for seven seasons from 2010 through 2016, and it consisted of short 10-minute episodes, and it parodied the medical drama genre. I got a 10-year-old down! What do we got? Kid works in a knife factory after school. Boss says he's all thumbs. Blood pressure, 50 over 80. White blood cell count, elevated. Slight fever, what's the call? Too soon to tell. God, you are good. Look, I don't want to interrupt here, and you're one of our best, but isn't this clearly a knife wound? Hey, suit, you stay out of my way. The knife is just a small piece of the puzzle. We gotta figure out what's really wrong with this kid. I need you to interview everyone he's come in contact with in the last 40 days. Go to his school. So what you're telling me is that outside of being punctured by a large knife, Noah's had no unusual symptoms. Go to the knife factory. So what you're telling me is that he walked out of here with no sign of anything wrong at all. No, I'm telling you he had a huge knife in his stomach. Go to his mother's hairstylist. So what you're telling me is it'll cost more to get highlights than it will to dye all my hair. Excuse me, aren't we just going to take the knife out? Hey, you did not go to medical school. And until you do, you will take a chill pill. Now everybody know your assignments. Get it in here. Children's Hospital on three. One, two, three. Children's Hospital. Despite its consistently low ratings compared to other cable shows, Children's Hospital won three Primetime Emmy Awards for outstanding short-format live-action entertainment programming. Medical Police is a Children's Hospital spinoff whose first season just premiered on Netflix in January of 2020, and it parodies international spy thrillers. Excuse me, you know where I could find uh, some cool crime-fighting doctors? This virus is killing people, and soon it'll be too late to stop it. We're a secret division of the CDC. We hunt down two things, diseases and criminals. Who's behind this? We want answers. What kind of God would make a virus like that? God's not the bad guy here. We suspect bioterrorism. Whoa! We have many enemies. Some of them we know, some of them we don't. It is time for you to stop playing pretend cops and get back to your hospital. That is in order. This is crazy. We're in way over our heads. Owen, we can't do this. Remember what happened to us in Berlin? Sudan. We need weapons-grade plutonium fern at Tark. Attack. Attack. Shanghai. Who are you? We are the police. And... We're doctors, which makes us... Cop doctors. Oh, I was going to say Dr. Cops. I like that better. Medical Police features a number of the original Children's Hospital cast, most in recurring supporting roles, while starring two Children's Hospital regulars, Aaron Hayes and Rob Hubel. It has longer episodes of 20-plus minutes each, but its 10-episode season is an easy binge. If you liked Children's Hospital, you'll probably like Medical Police. Or if you like parodies or spoofs in general, you'll probably like Medical Police. Parodies or spoofs are generally dumb funny, meaning they're frequently dumb, occasionally funny, and most of their comedic value comes 
not from their scenes themselves, but what those scenes are making fun of. Regular listeners know that I most often play the role of hater on this podcast, and most of the time what I'm hating on is bad storytelling. The use of contrived or convenient plotting, the overuse of cliches and tropes, the tendency for stories to be driven by action instead of action-driven stories, by which I mean that most shows, even if they're not action-oriented, seem to think that storytelling is only to loosely connect a series of action scenes. And I often criticize unnecessary subplots, underexplained plot lines, using a plot twist simply for the sake of using a plot twist, or using a plot twist to try to make a boring character or story seem more interesting than either really is, using a lot of misdirection or intentionally misleading storylines to hide the fact that it's really an incredibly simple story underneath it all, or glaring plot holes, underdone or completely absent character development, lazy writing, and just generally bad storytelling. Which is why I like to occasionally watch spoofs such as Medical Police, because they use bad storytelling intentionally to serve up exaggerated examples to show how bad the storytelling really is in supposedly better shows. I'm going to be using scenes from Medical Police as examples of what I'm talking about, so technically what follows could be considered mild spoilers but I don't really think it would take away your enjoyment of the show if you intended to watch it. Since the plot of the show is about bioterrorism, the second episode actually makes a funny point about defaulting to suspecting the Muslim Arab guy is the terrorist is a cliche that is used way too much in so-called serious television shows. So they do it in a rather silly way, But it's a good example of how spoofs can also include very important social commentary in their storylines. One of the big action cliches that you see in a lot of shows is jumping off of a balcony or the top of a building. Medical police has that same cliche where they need to jump from like a third story balcony. And conveniently, right beneath the balcony is not only a flatbed truck, but a flatbed truck with an actual bed in the back of it. So you're expecting you're going to get the cliche of jumping off the balcony, which you do, but the humorous twist that medical police puts on it is one of them misses the truck completely, and the other one bounces off of the roof and hood of the truck cab and then hits the ground. Medical police does a very good job of making fun of the cliches around guns and gunfights the gun battles where no one seems to run out of ammunition or even has to change a clip. People who are standing like 10 feet apart from each other and are shooting rounds and rounds of ammunition at each other, but no one is actually getting shot. None of the physical surroundings of the people are being affected by bullets. There's no bullet holes or bullet damage anywhere. There's also the cliche of one of the characters knows how to shoot, the other one doesn't, so they have to teach the other person. And it's done in a funny way because they don't go to a shooting range. They actually just shoot up their hotel room in what is a very funny sequence. There's even one time where the character who doesn't know how to shoot a gun is just randomly shooting and one of the guns actually does run out of ammunition and she throws it away because it must be broken. 
And then there's also a, a part where one of the supporting characters said that they didn't know that guns hurt people until he was actually shot because he's an experience-based learner. Medical Police also plays on some of the action tropes around fighting, hand-to-hand combat, and martial arts. Most of those scenes are actually done by Megan Lee, who's not only an actor, but a martial artist. And they basically have her be kind of like a Terminator-type character. She even has like a badass audio effect every time she's on screen. Honestly, some of the fight sequences that are in Medical Police specifically done by Megan Lee, are actually better than fight sequences and other things I've seen recently. The same weekend that I binge-watched Medical Police, I also binge-watched Crisis on Infinite Earths, the five-episode DC comic book superhero television show crossover event on The CW. One of our upcoming episodes will actually be Mike and I discussing Crisis on Infinite Earths in detail. But it's really sad that I think the fight scenes in Medical Police, a complete dumb funny spoof, were actually better than the hand-to-hand combat martial arts fight scenes that were in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Again, like most spoofs, it's not that Medical Police is good. It's it's sad at how much better it is at shows that are supposed to be better than it. Medical Police also did some humorous takes on some other overused tropes like surviving a plane crash, breaking out of a prison, zooming in on a satellite image. At least on that last one, it was pretty funny because they zoomed in on a satellite image and it was just a blurry dot, but they said they were still able to identify who the blurry dot was. My favorite general action trope is at one point, one of the supporting characters, Lake Bell, is tied to a chair with ropes and is left to escape by one of the bad guys. Now, normally when you see this scene in lots of movies and television shows, the good guy finds some type of like hidden knife to use to cut the ropes open or tips the chair over and uses a broken piece of glass to cut through the ropes, both of which are believable, although it would be in real life probably take you the better part of an hour to cut yourself free that way. They cut themselves free pretty quickly. A great take on this in Medical Police is that when tied up in the chair, Lake Bell makes finger scissors. Yes, she takes her index and ring finger and uses them like a pair of scissors and makes a cutting motion on one of the ropes. And then the ropes all immediately fall to the ground. Fucking hilarious. Probably my favorite joke in the entire show. And again, because it's such a good job of making fun of a trope that we see far too often in movies and TV shows. Medical Police also does two of the great supporting character tropes. The tech support from the guy in the van, an excellent supporting role by Jason Schwartzman. And then also the, I know a guy, but he won't be happy to see me an excellent supporting role played by Craig Robinson. One of the inadvertently hilarious moments for me in Medical Police was there's a recurring thing where Erin Hayes, who plays the female lead, is the genius-level doctor who's supposed to be able to figure out how to come up with the cure for the virus. And one of the other characters keeps finger-booping her in the forehead. 
poking her in her forehead with his index finger, saying, the answers are in there, meaning her brain. It made me laugh every time because, as I mentioned earlier, the same weekend that I binge-watched Medical Police, I had binge-watched Crisis on Infinite Earth, and every time that character got finger-booped in the forehead, it reminded me of the scene in Crisis on Infinite Earth where Oliver finger-boops Barry in the forehead to unlock his speed force potential in what was the stupidest scene in the Crisis of Infinite Stupidity. Spoiler alert, I did not like Crisis on Infinite Earths. The other really funny scene related to Aaron Hayes' character is they also played off of the trope of the recovered memory where they show you like a flashback sequence where you go into her memory and it reveals a bunch of important information to the plot. But it's told across scenes where her character walks out of the room and more stuff happens. And then one of the other characters goes, huh, how were you able to remember the stuff that happened when you weren't in the room? And she just says, I'm right there with you on that one, buddy. Stupid, but funny. Because again, the use of the memory flashback or recovered memory or dream sequence is a trope that is used way too often in TV shows and movies to fill in important plot information. Medical Police also does a good job of playing on the common character development trope of the vague backstory reference. They actually do a pretty good job of offering that explanation up in the middle of another trope where one of the characters is tending to the wounds of another. And in that, we actually get a flashback sequence, again, a trope, explaining the vague backstory of one of the characters, of the bad thing that happened in Guam. And we also hear about the doctor who used to be a cop, why he's no longer a cop, because he lost a partner. In fact, multiple partners, and not just a police partner. It's a drawn-out but still funny sequence, And at the end of it, again, told within the tending to the wounds trope, your camera pans away and all of the long wound tending was simply putting band-aids on. And then the other common trope that you see that is overused and is a sign of weak storytelling or lazy writing is the exposition dump. In episode 8 of 10, there is a 2-3 to minute exposition dump by one of the supporting characters, which not only summarizes the entire story up till that point, but also ties together several of the plot lines and even explains some of the things that weren't explicitly shown so far throughout the series. Again, typically when this is done, it's bad because it's a tell-not-show technique, which is lazy writing, but in this case, it's done really well because it does tie together the plot really well, and as one of the characters says, Wow, that was a lot of useful information. And one of the side effects of using that and some of the other techniques commonly criticized has the byproduct of actually allowing medical police to have a more cohesive and coherent story than a lot of shows. And again, it's because it's able to cheat and take a lot of shortcuts to tie together its plot lines and even bring supporting and recurring characters back into the show in a much more cohesive and coherent manner than a lot of other shows would be able to do because they don't have to waste the time to do it right. And it's precisely because they're not doing it right 
that spoofs have something important to tell us about storytelling. Because they intentionally use bad storytelling techniques and serve them up as exaggerated examples of what happens when storytelling is bad, they help us understand why things in non-spoof shows are not as good as they should be. Now, Medical Police is not a great show. I would argue it's probably not even a good show. There are definitely better things for you to spend your time watching. But you know what? There also are a lot worse shows out there. And Medical Police is actually better than a lot of shows that should be better than it. And that's what all good spoofs teach us about bad storytelling. That's it for this jimmy Sode. Thank you for listening to The Fanboy and the Hater. You can find all of our episodes on all major podcast platforms and players. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboyandhater, and you can email us at thefanboyandthehater at gmail.com. <laughs>